everyone, just a little bit of a disclaimer slash quick note before we get into the podcast. Just wanted to apologise for the late upload this week. Uh, had some exams to do, so I haven't been able to record until now. Um, as it stands, we've just recorded episode nine of Let's Talk Touchdowns. It's Friday morning slash afternoon, so um, we're going to talk only pretty much about week eight and we'll obviously mention the Thursday night football match from from week nine but we won't go into any depth and we'll we'll leave that for next week's episode. Anyway great show today um hope you enjoy it. Here comes the podcast. Good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are or wherever you're listening, thank you for joining us for episode nine of Let's Talk Touchdowns. I am Morgan Edwards and joined with me today as always is UOB's first physics student who could master the Fosbury flop it's K. Ryan Hines. <laughs> How you doing, man? Uh, not too bad. That, that's got to be your favourite one, I think. Yeah, yeah. I thought I'd improvise <laughs> this one, yeah, make it a little bit jazzier. Yeah. I'm not too bad, thanks, Morgan. How are you doing? Yeah, all good, all good. And ladies and gentlemen, you're in for an absolute treat this week because Kay and I are joined with our third guest of the season, an alumnus of UOB with a degree in colouring in. It's Ben Henley Washford. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was such a nice intro to a right at the end there, wasn't it? Yeah. He got the correct Latin plural of alumnus. It was was glorious. And then he had to... You know he had to Google that one. Just, just for the, all the listeners who don't know, Ben, what's your degree in? I did a degree in geography, so colouring in. You got it right. You got, got it, it right. On, mate. That's all you, you do right. is just colouring in, isn't it? That was all I did for three years. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's sad, isn't it? I haven't seen you in ages because you, you, you're older than me and you've graduated and it's, it's <laughs> been a while. You're just old, absolutely roasting it. <laughs> I'm, I'm an aged human and I left the university. And you lucky students get to just lay about in lockdown <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call this being lucky at the minute just trying no. in silly <laughs> oh the absolute mecca of of student life so I, I miss it I do miss it I do, do you miss it. Yeah, I can't well, say the same bits of it only <laughs> chicken.com to be honest but... <laughs> yeah just not the rest of it no <laughs> Anyway, uh, elephant in the room is this. Obviously, is a, like I said in the, in the intro, just before the intros. This is a um, we're recording this a little bit later than than we usually do because uh, been a bit busy, um, had some exams to do. But I mean, so and your birthday, don't forget about my that birthday. One. Thank you. Yeah, my it's my birthday. Um, You're an old man now. I'm 22, old man. Um, Same age as me. Really? I thought you were <laughs> you about 25, mate. To call. Well. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to come this back on if you keep roasting it. Oh, this is no. unbelievable. It's not going to stop anytime soon either. No, exactly. I, I just have to apologise for him, Ben, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, um, it, it's it's into week nine now, isn't it? And we'll we'll, we'll say the score of, of Thursday Night Football uh, last night, but we're not going to talk about it. We'll talk about that um, all next week on, on episode, episode 10 of the podcast. But for episode nine, we're just focusing on the scores from week eight then. So... Thursday night football a week ago now was uh, Panthers Falcons seventeen points to twenty five in favour of the Falcons. Falcons got their second win of the year. I told you, Kay, it was coming. The, the Falcons um, were going to beat the Panthers at some point. I mean, it's not like the Panthers are a great team. I think they both just kind of played awfully again. Yeah. Um, nothing exciting happened. It was just kind of a Julio Jones did play a lot better, I think, but. I mean, it's still not great. That 
The um, only loss to the Panthers in the last seven games, right, for the Falcons, was the game that I predicted the Falcons were going to win. Unbelievable. <laughs> they've, they've, they've beaten them six of the last seven times, and the only time they didn't beat them was when I said that they were going to. I think I'm cursed. I honestly think I'm cursed. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, what do you make of that game then, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I've always had a bit of a, a soft spot for the Falcons. I don't know why, because, I mean... I don't know why I, I think either. it's just they're so tragic. They're so <laughs> tragic. Yeah. And, like, they, they have quite... Like, Matt Ryan is quite a likeable character, and Julio Jones is obviously one of the, the best that have ever done it. And you sort of think, like, they've got a lot going for them but the defense is just so bad and even going back i mean we'll talk about the page i'm a patriots fan so mm-hmm. i had a front row seat for the falcons most famous moment in history mm-hmm. um and just the, the amount of times they've blown a big lead like we, we obviously in england in english football we call it being a bit spursy because they've developed that <laughs> reputation over a number of years i feel like we have to say in the nfl when you blow a big lead it's being a bit falconsy like <laughs> It's it's, it it's 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 something to have. I mean, it, to have your name means something, I suppose, is yeah. is an accolade. But no, you do just sort of feel, uh, yeah. You, I mean, it, clearly they've changed. Um, <clears throat> they've changed leadership recently, and mm. that has changed results. I mean, they've they've had their first two wins since that happened. So mm-hmm. maybe you can see some kind of positives coming out of it. But I mean, do you stay with Matt Ryan or do you try and get someone else? I think if I was Matt Ryan. And I was looking at that team. I'd be thinking, I've I've not got, you know, I've not got all the years left in my career. Um, mm. He's thirty five now. He's got to be thinking. He probably wants, you know, his talent probably dictates that he should have one more shot at the Super Bowl before he before he has to hang up yeah. his boots. If I was Matt Ryan, I'd be looking at the San Francisco 49ers and looking Ooh. at linking back up with um. I'd, I'd be looking at San Francisco 49ers and then. Garoppolo is not a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. No. And if if anything cost the 49ers the Super Bowl last year, mm-hmm. it was the fact that Garoppolo wasn't good enough to see out that lead and Pat Mahomes yeah. is one of the best. So if if I was Matt Ryan, as opposed to what the Atlanta Falcons want to do, if I was Matt Ryan, I'd be looking to get out of that organisation. No, I definitely agree. I think that'd be a good fit because they've got some weapons in San Francisco. Um, mm. Big time. And there is something missing in San Francisco, isn't there? Like, they obviously, they kind of got to that Super Bowl on the strength of their defense last year, but then they just didn't have that quarterback to kind of take them over the line. Even when they were winning, you know, they were beating the Chiefs, let's not forget, in that Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's, it's Carl Shanahan. Like, they, they, they were both there when, you know, the Patriots came back. They both have that to sort of, I'm sure they want to, it's also it's it's the irony of like Matty Ice being one of the best like, closing out games. That was what he was known for. He's Matty Ice got ice in his veins. He, there's there's no pressure that can get to the man. And now he's on this team that is known for being the least good at closing out a lead. Like yeah. knowing they're going to mess it up. It's it, like, he doesn't he doesn't deserve to be in that organization. I completely agree. And I think if Matt Ryan goes, I think Hulu Jones should follow him. I'd love to see after you've said that. I'd love to see. Um, Matt Ryan and Hulu Jones go, both go to the 49ers because Hulu Jones oh, is wasting imagine. his time as well at the Falcons because he, he was one of the best in the league and he's not suited for that. He's suited for a winning team and Falcons just aren't that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on then, I guess we'll, we'll, we've got to make our way through all of these games. I feel like we could talk about the Falcons for 50 <laughs> minutes if we had to, if we wanted mm. to rather. But, um, the Packers lost again. 
they got their second loss of the season. They lost to the Vikings 22-28. Um, the Vikings, another not very good team. But, I mean, they played better than the Packers in this game. And, and Dalvin Cook just had an insane game. Yeah. It w- they won it because of Dalvin Cook, in my opinion. And guess yeah. who played the guy with Dalvin Cook in their fantasy team this week? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll chat about fantasy later on but I'm pretty sure Davin Cook got something like 48 points yeah I saw that and I scored 84 (laughs) points in total like I know it's just shocking Uh, we'll talk about that later I I don't want to get it's going to ruin my mood if I start talking about fantasy now what do you guys make of that game the the Green Bay Packers what are they because obviously Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time like you can you can say Brady obviously because he's won everything Mm -hmm. is probably the greatest quarterback of all time as well like that's the debate but Aaron Rodgers for me the way he controls a game with the ball throwing I don't think anyone else has ever done it better than him Mm -hmm. um and they have got good weapons on the team as well like there's there's good really good elements about that team but their run defense is just (laughs) trash just straight up trash and like Obviously, Dalvin Cook is a great running back, and you know he's he's just demolished them. But if I was Green Bay and I was looking at how they went out of the playoffs last year um, and how they've lost both their games this year, and I'd be thinking this isn't good. Like defense is what wins you the Super Bowls, and mm-hmm. yeah. if Aaron Rodgers doesn't get another shot at a Super Bowl in his career, it's going to be an absolute crime, and it'll be because that defense is just not as strong as their offense. Yeah, definitely. And uh, obviously the second elephant in the room is that obviously Packers played the Thursday night football last night. And I, I said I'd mention the score. So uh, they beat the 49ers. So they've got, they've bounced back from that win, um, yeah. from that loss rather. And we'll, we'll go into analysis of that game later on. But I mean, the Packers, like you say, Ben, they're kind of a weird team. Like they've got those five victories because of how good Aaron Rodgers is. But then they're not a complete team. Like if you look at, you know, the Steelers or, or the Chiefs. I think the Packers are considered up there as contenders for the Super Bowl, but I don't think they are as complete as those two teams. Mm, no, definitely not. Just not sure what happened with the um, the Vikings game because obviously the Vikings are amazing. It, it just has to come down to their run defense, and mm. um, we see that throughout the league that you're winning or losing the game based on your run defense because as long you have amazing wide receivers this year like you have absolutely outstanding wide receivers but um you also have amazing run um running backs and it's hard to defend against both and i think you're an amazing team if you can uh, defend against both for the most part you can only defend against one and most teams have um kind of practiced that uh, wide receiver defense the long ball defense and um i think that's what the packers are kind of doing definitely and i Talking of some other major, major upsets this week, the Jets, they somehow, they lost. What, what's that all about? They, they, they lost the Chiefs. Unbelievable. 35 points to nine. There was a moment in that game that, you, like, the Jets, I was watching it, and the Jets get a stop on third down, and you're like, yeah. yes. Do you know what? Well done. Stop, Mahomes. Good for you. You've done You've done the business. And then they bring out the punting team, and you're like, oh, good for the Jets to stop the Chiefs and stop them scoring. And then they fake punt. And yeah. then I think off the next play, Patrick Mahomes just drops an absolute bomb downfield, like yeah. 40 yards. Tyreek Kill. Yeah, Tyreek Kill. Just like, <laughs> give them a break. Thirty-five <laughs> oh, nine was the final score in that game, which is just yeah. harsh. I mean, not enjoyable to watch. Obviously, eight losses on the trot for the Jets now, and this is only the second time in history that's happened. Uh, repeat of the nineteen ninety-six season. Yeah, fair. yeah. I mean, the Jets suck. 
I say it every week. Uh, when do they when do they drop Sam Darnold then? Ben? Ah, uh, mate, Sam Darnold is is such an interesting one because really as is. a pure passer, I think he is he was one of the better quarterbacks in the class that he came out in, which is mm-hmm. obviously an incredible class. Mm-hmm. Um, as we've seen, I think it was the same one as uh, Lamar Jackson. I think it was the same and one Mayfield. as Josh Allen. Josh Allen um, and Baker Mayfield? Yes, and Baker Mayfield. And yeah, Josh and Rosen. Josh Rosen but yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's easy. To, uh, it's obviously easy in a bad team to point blame at the quarterback, and that's what they'll do. And I'm sure the Jets will go to the draft and try and draft a new quarterback because that's always what, a bad team does and mm-hmm. it sometimes it works very rarely does it work because often it's the system that they're in it's i mean look mm. at look at the dolphins look at the look at the browns the only change we saw was when they changed leadership mm-hmm. and i mean is it gase at the jets at the moment that that's that's running things i mean the as in the coach yeah I don't know his name actually. Yeah, I think it I, mean, I just know that they suck. I don't, I don't actually know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Don't look into it too much. <laughs> Sam Darnold, again, is one of those quarterbacks that, if he had any kind of weapon to throw to, I mean, every time they give him something, like they give him a Le'Veon Bell or or they have a, a Robbie Anderson, yeah, they're out the door the next season, and you're like. If he's throwing to to Mims and and Berry, like these are names that no one cares about. No one's yeah. got these players on their fantasy team. Frank Gore, bless him, he's one of the, you know, he's a know. famer. And but why the hell are you giving him a, a what is he thirty eight, thirty nine year old running back now? Thirty mm. seven. Like it's it's he's ridiculous. Not young. It's yeah. just I just, I do I feel I, I I feel for Sam Darnold because I think he's a better quarterback than than what he's been made to look and yeah mm-hmm. it's Adam Gase who was I I think Adam Gase was previously at the Dolphins and you think like how bad a job does Adam Gase have to do at all of his teams before people stop employing him yeah. it's <laughs> it's mad to me yeah one hundred percent and um just gonna just gonna move swiftly on to some other games because we've got to make sure we cover them all. Um, you mentioned they're the Dolphins and they've had quite a turnaround now. I reckon we've got to start putting a little bit more respect to the name with the Dolphins. You know they beat the Rams twenty eight point seventeen. They're on a four and three record, which is you know unheard of for the Dolphins in the last yeah. couple of seasons. You know because they're usually in the same league as the Jets. And um, mm. when did uh, Tua come in? He did he come in um, mid game, game or towards no, the started, end? No, started started this game. Started first. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and um, didn't play too badly, I don't think. He did okay. He got a touchdown. I think he fumbled on on one of his first <laughs> possessions. Yeah, he is, got hit you know. hard though. He got like, like that's like a work, welcome to the NFL here. <laughs> yeah, big time. Uh, he's I. It's it's obviously I I. There's something very attractive about anyone you know left footed or left handed. It yeah. just looks mm. a little bit better. I literally um, so have that nice written in my notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think everyone said it at some point. Um, he was my favourite coming out of the draft um, yeah. between him and Burrow. I just Same. preferred him. Um, mm. I think it's a good pick from the Dolphins, and I think that this game was so good. Not just it. It's so good because the Rams. Obviously not at their best, but they're they're a good side. They're a side you have to beat. They're mm-hmm. not going to yeah. let you win like the Jets or or um or other teams around the league. So the Dolphins, the fact that Tua didn't have to go out and have a clinic in his first game, the fact that it was just it was okay that he played fine. He never really found his rhythm, and that was that's okay. That'll develop as he plays more games because he didn't have a preseason. This is his first game yeah, ever yeah, yeah. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, they scored off defense. They scored off special teams. They they made plays when they needed to. It was a really good all round all round performance. And I'll, I'll, I mean, we might come back to the Dolphins a little bit later on when we talk about 
favorite touchdowns of the week because I was I was really impressed with this performance from the Dolphins. I have to say. Yeah, one hundred percent. And obviously, well, we may as well talk about the Bills Patriots game now. And so, obviously, the Bills <laughs> beat the Patriots twenty four twenty one. And for me, this is the kind of game that kind of cemented the fact that the Patriots aren't what they used to be, and that the Bills it's now the Bills division to lose. Mm. Cam had the ball in the dying moments of the game. You know, they were three points behind. He could have got them that next down or that touchdown or whatever, and it came down to him, and he fumbled it. And that, for me, was kind of like that moment where it's like, okay, this is the handing over of the guard of the AFC East, and now it's the Bills' division. Yeah. For me, it's... Obviously, I've been watching the Patriots for a long time now, and and I think you have to give credit to Belichick for making this game competitive against the mm. very good Bills side. Like, any other organization to lose what they've lost not just in brady but in, in other areas um to to covid um and, and 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 other things to be in a position where they should have won this game they should mm-hmm. they, they should yeah. have won this game as for me to be running the ball at a time when just throwing completions just just stop the clock just give yourself a chance like that's I just I think that, that that's just basic football IQ, and I like I don't think this was a designed quarterback run. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is just Cam Newton being that player that he has been his whole career, which is electric when he's on it and difficult to watch when he's not. I mean, there's a reason that that he was available when he was, and mm, the Patriots yeah. I think took a risk on him, and I think that it's it's not paid off. And look, there's still time. Like I said, I mean, if if, yeah, if the Patriots can put together a few wins in the next few weeks, suddenly. They, you know, if they can get to five and five, suddenly you need four wins from your last five games or whatever. You're like, okay, playoffs is is a possibility here. We're not done yet. Belichick's still one of the best. It's just not good mm. to watch. Um, it, uh, there's something not happening between uh, Cam Newton and Belichick. There's, it's just they're two different styles, two different complete styles. Yeah, one hundred percent. And um, talking about things that's not that exciting to watch we'll move on to things that are quite exciting to watch and that's touchdowns for the week you're listening to let's talk touchdowns a podcast by k ryan hines and morgan edwards okay it's that time in the show where we talk about our favorite touchdowns for the week and we'll come back to the rest of the games that we haven't finished talking about yet but ben seeing as you're the guest uh, give us your touchdown for the week yeah, well, I, I mentioned um, earlier on how much I enjoyed the Dolphins mm. uh, this week. So I've gone for maybe not uh, the most aesthetically pleasing touchdown, but one <laughs> okay. that meant so much. I don't know if you watched Dolphins game, but the Rams punted to the Dolphins mm-hmm. sort of two yard mm. line uh, and then Gaskin fumbled in the red zone. So did the Rams have the ball in the red zone? It's like, OK, this is over. Rams score. Same old Dolphins. They throw the game. But instead... <laughs> The Dolphins' defense holds strong. They force a fumble, and Van Ginkle runs it the length of the field to mm. score for the Dolphins. And I just love a touchdown like that. That that's a fourteen-point swing in yeah. that yeah. just in that few seconds in that one play from a, a defense that refuses to be beaten. And that's what I mean. That's what I think a lot of people mean when they say offense wins games, defense wins championships. Those moments just that's what the game's all about and it's that refusal to be beaten that i think that's what you see teams go the whole way with so that for yeah. me my favorite kind of touchdown says so van ginkle for the dolphins on defense what a touchdown it is and that i think that's one of the differences between the dolphins 
the previous years and this year is that they're refusing to be that same team that they were. They're refusing to be a completely lost team. They're putting up a fight, and obviously you see that week in, week out now. If you can, if you can score on all phases and you've got an exciting young quarterback and you've got weapons, it's it's just good signs. And it's that, yeah, that, that mentality of a lot of teams just... Let the heads drop and go. Okay, we'll put it back in the hands of the quarterback and see what we can do. <laughs> Falcons. <there. laughs> exactly. Exactly. That. That's exactly it. If you can force players on every single down, whether or not you have the ball in your hands, you're going to win games. And it's, mm. it's yeah, like you say, it's a big difference between a lot of teams in in this NFL and and the Dolphins. Mm. And just keeping on that Dolphins kind of wagon that we're on then my one of my favorite touchdowns for the week was miami's punt return they got a touchdown mm. right for 88 yards i'm right in thinking yeah um that was definitely up there so they've, they've got the ability to score on all phases of play like you mentioned as well uh ben earlier but for me i think my touchdown for the week has to be dk metcalf's touchdown uh he caught it kind of like on the left side hand of the pitch and then kind of weaved his way in around all the players and then ran down the right side of the pitch all the way to the end zone. I just thought that was that took some brilliant skill. And I think he's just Megatron. an absolute monster. <laughs> he's absolutely insane. He is. No, I was just going to say DK Metcalf. Uh, there's there's some great footage of him in training um, and like running his routes. And you can hit when he when he runs, he goes, ka, 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 like when he moves his feet. He's such an exciting. And I know you spoke about it that. Um, the Buddha Baker where he sprints mm, the length yeah. of the field but he just looks like a Terminator he's just this machine six foot four faster than everyone else I mean the fact that he slid to the, the bottom of the second round in his draft class mm. was it, a mystery insane. to me I think it's because he, I don't, I'm not sure he played his final season of college football because of an injury so that people were going off tape that was a year old and he was a risk, but for me, when you're six foot four and you run that fast, I mean, it's such a high floor. <laughs> like if he if he doesn't have a high ceiling, so what? He's just a he's yeah. gonna be a solid pick. What a player! But yeah, lovely touchdown. Yeah, and um, Ben, I'm not sure how up to date you are on mine and Kay's bets because we have so many bets going around. <laughs> um, but one of them, even if you guys at home listening haven't been listening to every episode, Kay and I have got a bet on who's gonna score more fantasy points at the end of the season, uh, whether it's DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. And at the minute. Tyler Lockett's in the lead, okay, because he had a massive game last week, didn't he? So Again, you know, Morgan, I'd say I'm surprised. Don't get too, <laughs> don't get too cocky, right? It's 148.5 points for Lockett and 147 points for for DK Metcalf. So if you're if you're Seattle, you're loving life right now with these yeah. two absolutely star wide receivers. You're absolutely loving it, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll talk about the Seattle game in a minute, but before then, Kay, give us your touchdown for the week. Mine was. Um... A Giants touchdown, and there aren't that many touchdowns to come from the Giants, but um, <laughs> it was um, <laughs> Dion Lewis. Uh, Daniel Jones threw it to the uh, pylon, and um, the first pylon in the end zone, and Dion Lewis had to full on concentrate, slid down, got the um, got the touchdown, got the got both feet inbounds, and um, caught the ball in really really tight coverage like Daniel Jones threw an absolute dime he doesn't do that very often at all and um, Deion Lewis being a running back running backs aren't usually known for their like good hands and stuff but um, yeah it was it was a really good touchdown Um, Giants needed that touchdown that he obviously lost because it's the Giants but um, it was a really good touchdown one of my favorite ones this week I think so who's, who's this who's this Daniel Jones guy you're talking about? Because I I thought the Giants he, 
Have you, have you not... Is it not Eli Manning anymore? Because it, lo- it looks like Eli Manning. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have Eli Manning, to be honest. <laughs> I think... I'm not even sure Eli Manning would have tripped up at, after running my last oh. 50 yards. You've got to feel sorry for him. He did, bless him. He's never been that far. Absolute nosebleed territory. It was like the longest run from a quarterback all year, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but he just opened field. Like, literally open field. There's no one within 10 yards of him. Such oh, a metaphor. We've, all, we've <laughs> all been there. We've all been there, falling down the stairs without anyone around. Yeah. Ben does that on the regular. <laughs> Old um, man, you know. <laughs> anyway, they yeah. were our touchdowns for the week, so be sure to check them out at home because it's uh, they're worth a watch. Um, but we're just going to jump straight back into the other games that we haven't mentioned. And I'll just reel off some scores because we don't have time to go into every single game in depth. So... I mean, the Browns lost to the Raiders 6-16. It's not really much to ride home about for for the Raiders in that match. Um, kind of an just quickly on the just quickly on the Raiders because yeah, we might sure. not come onto it. Um, I think there was some breaking news this morning that they've become the first team to have a draft pick taken off of them because they've broken COVID nineteen regulations. Oh wow! Um, so that's big breaking news. I don't know how that might affect other teams going forward because obviously COVID is on the rise globally, um, but especially in america but yeah saw that this morning and fully okay. worth a mention definitely worth mentioning and um just one of the other games then of the season that of this week that we're gonna just skim through is i mean the eagles beat the cowboys again that's nothing to write here about 23 <laughs> points to nine the nfc east sucks the eagles are on top with three four and one how what? is how are the Eagles on top? <laughs> Mate, it's something else. I mean, if you're an Eagles fan, you're loving life. You're you're hating life, but you're also loving life. Like, yeah. I don't know if yes. I'd rather be an Eagles fan or a Giants fan at the moment. I look at the Eagles depth <laughs> chart, and I don't know any of these players. And no. Carson Wentz. Everyone's been saying about how oh he's a trash quarterback. He's this and he's that. Dude was MVP caliber, mm. caliber like two years ago, and <laughs> bless him. Who is he throwing the ball to? Like uh, I don't know any of these people. But he's lost nothing. Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar, and I don't know exactly. why. And, and it makes no sense. <laughs> and, I, um, and it's easy to just like point the finger at the quarterback as always, because ultimately the the blame does lie with him, and you shouldn't really be throwing two picks. But I think he's getting sacked a ton. Like the, mm. the O lines trash the receiving core is trash like that was one Eagles. of my points to be fair went is getting sacked a lot and mm. i don't know if it's because he doesn't get protection or like he's relying on scramble too much because uh previously carson went is quite hard to sack like he's one of the um, best at escaping the pocket but so is he relying on that too much or is the o-line just not there for him i, I don't i don't know i think definitely when you're a quarterback if there are two things that make a quarterback um, get sacked or throw interceptions or make mistakes, make fumbles. And it's if you're not getting enough protection or your receivers aren't getting enough separation. And I think, unfortunately, Carson Wentz has found himself <laughs> in the perfect storm of those two where yeah. he's not got enough time to scramble and make something. Um, and even when he does get protection, his receivers aren't making any kind of notable separation. And he's still managed to throw two touchdowns this game. Mm. So he's obviously not in the best form of his life, but I think... <laughs> Maybe nice way should, to put it. Maybe we should not. I think there was a there was a, a picture that was put in the in the WhatsApp fantasy group chat about him being worse than than Alex Smith on one leg. Which maybe we should <laughs> yeah. we should reel it in just a tad. 
<laughs> yeah, that was sent by me. Um, <laughs> but moving on, because we just got to make sure we cover all of these games, because there's a few games that I really do want to talk about. Um, but before we get there, I think Broncos beat the Chargers 31-30. I wasn't really too excited about that game. I mean, yeah. the Broncos and the Chargers don't excite me too much. I think Justin Herbert's playing well. Um any, yeah, anything? Andrew Locke, to be fair to him, had a good game. Yeah, three intercept, uh, three three touchdowns, one interception, two two hundred and forty eight yards. Um, obviously, winning the game by a point is is a is a good sign that Drew Locke can finish a game, mm. which is is something that you do want in a quarterback. But mm-hmm. obviously, early signs of something that people have seen in him. Whether or not he's good enough going forward, will. We'll have to wait and see. But Philip Lindsay as well, getting getting on the field and yeah. getting some rushing yards is always mm, nice to that see. That was nice to see, yeah, definitely. Um, so a couple of the last three games then that I've actually thought we should spend a little bit, little bit more time on. Um, first of those, the Bengals beat the Titans. I think the Titans were just woeful. What's happened to mm, them? I, I don't know. Um, I, don't, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the Bengals <laughs> beat them 31 points to 20. I mean, the, the Titans have lost two in a row now. And... The last one was against the Steelers, and that's completely justifiable. That's fair. I, I don't blame them for that. Like, that's fine. The Steelers are possibly the best team in the league right now. We'll, we'll chat about them and our predictions for the week later on. But, I mean, you've got to beat the Bengals. You've got to bounce back from that Steelers loss and beat the Bengals. Come on. Again, it's, it's, it's easy to look at the tight. I think everyone looks at offense and then defense. I think one of the problems that the Tennessee Titans are having is that they have no pass rush. They, they, they went mm. out and they got Jadavian Clowney, who, don't get me wrong, good athlete brilliant you know in terms of his strength and his speed and there's a lot of things to like about him purely physically but he's never been able to get into double digits for sacks in a season like he that he's not a good pass rushing player Mm. and I think what the Dolphins have shown is that they can be like a no-name defense they can do everything that there's there's a suit uh a Swiss Army knife aspect to them, and as mm-hmm. as a Patriots fan, that for a long time was what the Patriots were very good at, and make you play left-handed, you know, make you do what you're bad at, and if you can still beat this, then fair play, good mm-hmm. for you. The Titans have one plan, and it's we're going to outscore you. Yeah, and look, if you're sticking twenty points up, you've had quite a quite a good a, a good day yeah. on offense. You have to say, if you're getting beaten thirty-one twenty, there's a problem on the defensive side mm-hmm. of the ball, and. Yeah, it's it's if you don't have a pass rush in the league as the way it is at the moment, which is so pass heavy and dependent, um, you're gonna lose. And we should say fair play to Joe Burrow, who yeah. really looks like a serious player. He is. Um, I'm getting impressed by him week out, week in week out, first season, and he's putting he's putting numbers up, you know. He, and he's not afraid of the big teams. He's he can stay in the pocket. He can throw it deep. He can run it. He can take a hit. You know, he's everything you really want from quarterback. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know if he should stay at the Bengals. He should develop at the Bengals definitely. But I like to see him get to a bigger team or a better team. Um, I reckon stay at the Bengals. I reckon stay at the Bengals and kind of make it his own, you know, kind of do what mm. perhaps Baker Mayfield did at the Browns, you know, they get a few star players in. Because, I mean, how often does a quarterback play this well in their first season? You know, If he's playing yeah, this well not. now, what happens when, you know, perhaps they sign a rookie wide receiver or, you know, get, get a, a signing like a running back or... Well, I mean, Joe Mixon's still pretty decent anyway. So yeah. I think the Bengals are going to be going on leaps and bounds in, in the coming seasons, I think, with Joe Burrow at the, at the helm. Okay, so obviously we mentioned uh, Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. I mean, impressive uh, game for them. 37 points against um, the 27.49ers. I mean, 
The Seahawks are are one of the a top three team, top four team, mm. top three, four. What do you reckon? Steelers, Chiefs, and two. Seahawks. Uh, top three, top three. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Yeah. Um, I mean, Wilson, fourteen wins to four losses against the Forty ers including playoffs, and obviously, like that's a divisional matchup. So those things can be tricky. Like the Saints, mm. we struggle in our division sometimes, even though the Falcons and Panthers suck. Like <laughs> we still sometimes trip up against them. So. It's it's showing that Wilson is you know he is he is the real deal and we've known that for a while now but like having your best season possibly what seven mm. eight seasons in yeah um, I um I saw on Instagram that um, Russell Wilson trains three hundred sixty three days a year he only has um, Christmas and Thanksgiving off and he spends like a million on his body every year wow and um, it just it just shows you that. A, he's determined, determined to be the best, and he is one of the best, and that just it just shows that he's willing to put sacrifice his body, and um, he's getting the results. And honestly, I I love seeing him; he's amazing. I think that sac- sacrificing isn't the right word. He he genuinely treats his body like yeah. a temple. Like he looks after it throughout the year and mm. does yoga and he does all of those things to make sure that his body is as fit as his mind and we see that week in week out you know there's a reason that they're putting up these these numbers this year and it's no surprise that they have they've had russ for such a long time and he's been so good for such a long time but everything around him hasn't been there and it turns Mm. out when you get the pieces in place that jigsaw puzzle starts to look very pretty which is what we're seeing yeah yeah 100 i was gonna say a million pounds on his body and soon enough he might look like me um (laughs) (laughs) moving on the giants (laughs) i'm not gonna spend any time on that because i'm gonna get some hate for that i bet (laughs) the giants the giants took it to the bucks this week i mean the bucks almost tripped up 23 points to 25 Mm. i mean the bucks the real deal they are the real deal six and two yeah the Giants obviously aren't, but I mean, <laughs> it was the it was the Giants defense that really took them to it because they had some stops and some interceptions. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure about the interceptions, but the the Giants defense played pretty well. I think it's one of the best performances all season, to be honest. Yeah, and I mean the offense is pretty good as well. I mean before this game, New York were averaging 11.8 points per game to non-divisional opponents, and then they scored 23 against this Bucks team. Mm. So I mean. Pretty optimistic for the Giants, I think, Kay, if, if you're a Giants fan right now. I mean, I don't expect anything, so you know, I can't really go wrong. <laughs> Just got to wait for Washington again, really, haven't you? Yeah, well, that's this week. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is this week, isn't it? Ben, what do you make of that one? Yeah, I mean, like you say, fair play to the Giants. I, I think that the Giants are in for an absolute rollercoaster ride with, with Daniel Jones, the classic, <laughs> is he good, is he bad? He throws for 256 yards, two touchdowns, but also two interceptions. It is such <laughs> Eli Manning territory. Um, what it's a like, headache they've got ahead of them, and yeah. fair play for for making it a, a competition. I've also just noticed that Golden Tate threw a, a an eighteen yard pass, <laughs> which is always nice yeah, to see. Yeah, it was back across uh, the field. Be, seems to be a Giants thing to do. Um, I just on the Buck side of things, I think that Tom Brady had nine different um, uh, receivers from his passes, uh, which Insane. you can't give a man like Tom Brady that many <laughs> weapons. Like he. He's again like he's a machine like DK Metcalf just in a different way like his brain mm. is li- like liquid cooled he doesn't get stressed um it's mad to see Rob Gronkowski getting four receptions <laughs> and 41 yards like he retired 2 years ago um Mike Evans as well 
What? He got more uh, receptions this week because last week or week before he hardly got any. He got he wasn't targeted yeah. at all. Mm, yeah. It, it, again, it, I think um, uh, Godwin was out this game with a with a fractured finger. Yeah, uh, had him on my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> and what terrifies me even more is that you could genuinely have a, a situation in the box where you have. Antonio Brown in the slot and then Mike Evans and Godwin out wide. And you think, I think, I don't think anyone's caught more touchdowns um, since Mike Evans joined the league. So he's a red zone mm. threat. Then you've got Godwin, who is just a mismatch for pretty much anyone he's up against. Mm-hmm. And Brown, I mean, regardless of what you think of the man, <laughs> and I will, I will say on here that I'm not a huge fan of him. Uh, he yeah. is clearly a good football player and obviously has been out of the game so we'll take time to readjust to being back in the league And but what the, they do have is the knowledge that him and Brady have played together and do have that chemistry um, so if I was a Bucks fan again I'd be thinking could be our year yeah definitely but uh, we're going to move on now to um, one of our other features which is our predictions for the week Oh, that's a wild card. That is a wild card. You're gonna have to justify that. I'm gonna have to justify that. You're right. It's gonna be the package. It's gonna be the package. Has to be. There's there's no doubt about it. The Cowboys are gonna win every other game after this one, but they're gonna lose this one. Oh, I'm I'm not sure. I'm joking. (laughs) Morgan and Kay's predictions for the week. Okay, so it's that time of the week now where we we've got three games left to talk about, and uh, we've 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 tried to predict the the outcomes of them in the previous week, and it was my turn, I think, wasn't it, Kate, to to pick yeah. the three games for this week? So the three games that I chose were the Lions versus the Colts, the Ravens versus the Steelers, and the Bears versus the Saints. Um, I also messaged Ben to get his input. Did I get? Yeah, I did message Ben to get you his did, input. Yeah, yeah. I've, 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 I've got him. And uh, I believe Ben. You did better than both Kay and myself this week. And I think that's a curse that Kay and I have. Whenever we get a guest on, they always do better than us. Uh, I mean, I don't know what it is. I'm doing woeful anyway, and we'll talk about that in a second. But let's jump into this first game then. So the Lions versus the Colts. I mean, Kay, you went for the Colts, and then both Ben and I went for the Lions. And, I mean, the Colts the Colts destroyed you, the Lions. In the, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you, before you say anything, Morgan, I think it's very important, actually, that uh-huh. in this game, we stop the count. After the first quarter, you know, we have to stop the count. The Detroit Lions obviously won this game. They were up seven yeah. early on. And then these mysterious points just started flooding in um, from the other side. Mysteriously all seemed to be Colts points. I don't know, yeah. you know why it's that happened. Strange, they just kept though. dumping. They just kept dumping these illegal points. Um, so I think it's important that we stop the, ca- we stop the count and we, we make it clear that the Lions, in fact, won this game. Um, Completely. I I, and, and we'll be, yeah. I'll be bringing legislature to the, to the board to, to make sure that, that goes through. Yeah, I mean, I'm all in. Fa- I'm in favour of that. They were unlawful points by the Colts. There's majority, majority holes. Illegal. The Lions. Yeah. yeah, they were illegal points. They should. The points happen past the deadline. Okay, they happen past the deadline. Tremendous points. Tremendous <laughs> points on on the Lions side. Tremendous points on the Lions side. Um, unlawful <laughs> points in the Indiana Colts, and they're trying to steal it. They're trying to steal it. They're trying so to I steal think it. It's important that we. So the Lions <laughs> beat the Colts this week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Christ, no, imagine. The Lions lost 41 points to 21 um, to the Colts. They got smashed. I mean, Golladay... throwing for 336 yards and still losing. uh, Oh, Golladay, right? Had him in my fantasy. 
like what first catch in or something yeah. and hip injury bam out for the rest of the day rest of the day no points scored thank you very much yeah. was it last <laughs> week or the week before i said the lions won only because of kenny holiday uh, and um, i think we've said that every week to be yeah. honest and uh, it's it shows that they only have um, Kenny Galladay to throw to, and when he's out, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, and it was a big day for the Colts D as well. I think they got yeah, Darius Leonard's back, isn't he? And, and mm. um, they got a couple of touchdowns on on defense, which is uh, which is great to see. And we we talk about offense all the time, but defense, like you said, Ben, wins you championships. Mm. I mean, that's not happening for the Colts this year. Well, it could, <laughs> but I don't think it will. But <laughs> it's possible. I mean, they're five and two. It's possible. Mm. They, I think, uh, we'll talk about that later on. But I'm pretty sure. Let me just double. No, they're not. I was going to say they're on top of the AFC South, but no, they're not. Um, nope. No. No. Oh, we'll move on to the. Uh, <laughs> so just to recap, then, um, Kay, you got that one right, and and Ben and I got that one wrong. But um, the game of the week, then, the Ravens versus the Steelers. I mean, <laughs> in the fantasy group chat that we've got, right? All, all three of us are in this in this fantasy group chat. I was like, right, who's winning this one then, guys? I put Ravens and everyone put Steelers. I was like, geez, really? Is it, do you reckon it's going to be that, that like, yeah. convincing? And it wasn't. It really wasn't. It was 24 points to 28. It could have gone either way. I mean, Lamar Jackson came so close. A, he had a bit of a weird game. He, I don't think he played well. I don't think he played no. well. I don't think he's no. been playing as well as he... I think when he set the bar as high as he did last year, mm. he was never going to reach that kind of height this year. But, I mean, the Ravens are still 5-2. and two. It's unlucky for them that the Steelers are in the same de- uh, a division as them. So, obviously, the Steelers are 7-0 are and out, and only undefeated team left in the league. I mean, I'm still not worried about the Ravens, though. They've scored 20-plus points in 30 straight games, and it's the longest active streak in the NFL, like... I'm not worried about them. You know, he might not be playing his best, but they'll still be in the playoffs and they'll still go pretty yeah. far, I think. I think the Steelers matchup is an interesting one. I saw, I saw a stat this week that, um, that it, it, in Lamar's uh, career at, at the Ravens, he's thrown something like 17 total interceptions when you take away the Steelers games. And in the Steelers games, he's thrown seven. Mm. So there's a bit of a, that's that's a, his, his bugaboo. Um, <clears throat> so it, it, that's going to be an interesting match up going forward and seeing how that he learns to deal with that and I think that it's a lot of um, zonal drop back defense and saying you know try and run it you're not going to so Mm -hmm. well you can't you can't do everything by running so try and throw it and we know that you're not accurate enough to make those tight window uh, throws and he either will get better at them or he'll struggle but he's obviously a very talented player it's just you know the finer art of being a very accurate drop back quarterback that's that's not his game and literally like in this fantasy group chat i was like right i think ravens are winning this everyone said steelers the game opened the first play of the game lamar jackson throws a pick six i'm like oh christ (laughs) (laughs) he he did well to come back for that because that can absolutely destroy you Mm. um i think that happened to Aaron Rodgers um against the books he threw a pick six in the first quarter and it it just absolutely phased him but i think um in that respect Lamar Jackson did well to do that, but um, he he just didn't play very well. I, I don't think. And Steelers' defense just absolutely showed out as they have been every week. And um, again, they shut down the run um, the run defense and uh, the run offense. And in such a um, tight game where they've already shut down, or you don't have the deep ball threats you used to have, mm-hmm. um, having a good running. Uh, game is important but against the Steelers it's not happening yeah and I mean credit where credit's due 
the Steelers are phenomenal at the minute. You know, yeah. Big Ben is playing like the Big Ben we know. Mike Tomlin probably playing as sorry, Mike Tomlin probably coaching <laughs> as the best coach in the league right now. I'd yeah. say. I mean, they're 7-0 for the second time in history, repeating the 1978 season. Steelers' best team in the league right now. I think that confirms it for me that they are the best yeah. team in the league. Then all the Chiefs, because the Chiefs obviously got one loss under their belt, and that was to the Raiders, wasn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, credit where credit's due. The Steelers are playing well. I don't I don't know who's going to give the Steelers a loss then. So um, they, I, I think it is a good chance that they'll go um, unbeaten. I think they'll lose at some point because they'll play the Ravens again, won't they? Whoa, I mean, but, whoa, whoa. Seven I mean, games into the season, he's calling it unbeatable. <laughs> they, they haven't My had a, an easy run and the Ravens would have been that game, I think, that um, they would have given hey, them the run for the Liverpool, Liverpool lost to Watford, <laughs> all right? You know, I mean, have bad Liverpool weeks. lost to uh, Aston Villa 7-2. Exactly. I mean, hang on. bad weeks. Hang on, fellas. I, I'm sure... If the Steelers play the Jets at some point, that'll be a loss. <laughs> How can you imagine? Right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sam Darnold puts on a 300 <laughs> clinic. Throws like for 500 yards. <laughs> I bet you that'll come up in our predictions for the week and I'll go for the Jets and then I'll actually... <laughs> no. Um, but I mean, just to wrap that one up then. So, I mean, Kay and I, we both went Ravens and, and Ben, you went Steelers for that one. So I um, did indeed. Yeah. Can't bet against Juju or my boy Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you are Big Ben's boys in our fantasy league, aren't you? He's my, he, yeah, there we go. Yeah, and then we love to see it. The Saints got a victory, 5-2 and two for them. I predict the Saints. Ben, you predicted the Saints. Key, I don't know what it is you see in the Bears. I mean, obviously it was a close game, but the Saints got that victory. Game. It's Nick Foles, man. It's it is Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. And it's the Saints without Mike Thomas. So yeah, and I mean, I don't think the score kind of did it too much justice. I did feel whether I'm biased or not, I don't know, but I did feel like the Saints <laughs> the were. You're biased, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a... I think the Saints <laughs> were the better team. I don't think the Bear. I mean, the the Bears managed to stop Kamara a few times, but mm. not enough. And I think Kamara is playing as a possible MVP candidate at the minute. And I just yeah, think 100%. when you've got Will Lutz that'll nail almost any field goal on on the park, like you, you can't. You can't let a game like that go down to the wire against the Saints. I mean, just the, the the Saints. The fact that Kamara is doing what he's doing, and there's sort of like no conversation about it because he people just expect him to play at this mm-hmm. high of a level, mm-hmm. and it's mad where he was drafted. It's mad how good of a player he's been, um, and it's mad that this game, like you say, it's close on paper. But I don't know. I I I always just assumed that the Saints would 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 get the win because when you've got Drew Bees and when you've got Alan Kamara and I mean there's receiving um elements that um to- is it Thomas that yeah Mike Thomas st- still isn't back for whatever reason mm-hmm. um it's 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 a good team without probably their second best third best player mm. and the Bears, the Bears, the Bears, the Bears. It's like you say, it's Nick Foles. It is Nick Foles. Yeah, I is, think that there's is. a lot of people in Philadelphia that wish that he was there instead of, um, you know, Carson Wentz. Long, long haul, I think Carson Wentz is the right call. But I, everyone's got a soft spot. I mean, I'm a Patriots fan and I have a soft <laughs> spot for Nick Foles, for goodness sake. Like, to pull off a trick play that good in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. After Brady tried it and just absolutely whiffed it 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've forgotten about that. It's always good to always good to see Mr. Trubisky. It's Mitch the Trubisky pure audacity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just yeah, there is a lot to to like about Nick Foles and the Bears. You know, fair play to them being five and three in what is a confusing year because of COVID. Yeah. I think that mm-hmm. they got through that sort of. I think I, you'd call it preseason. The first four games of the season were preseason because we saw some absolutely mental results that didn't. Um, really add up i mean the patriots had two wins in those first four games for goodness sake <laughs> um they got through that sort of was it they were like four and or three and one or four and one like they they yeah. had a, a good start and now they're five and three and they've got a chance at at playoffs and, and where that might take them so fair play to them but yeah the saints well, the saints were always going to win this game yeah i agree so that that wraps it up for our predictions for week eight then so okay you've got one for three i got one for three and ben you got two for three like hey. keeping the tradition of guests doing better than the hosts <laughs> uh so okay you are on 15 for 24 and i am on oh. a woeful 10 for 24 my form has been shocking Absolutely, I don't understand. Uh, Patriots levels of bad. Oh, I know. But you know, I'd say I'm surprised. I say every week I say I'm surprised, but I'm not. You know, <laughs> you know it's just one of those ones. More you just have to accept that you buy me some pints. You still owe me two pints for the Panthers uh, Falcons game the first time around. It's a good job for me. The pubs you, are closed at the minute, really. Isn't yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna owe me a uh, pint for this. You're gonna owe me a pint for um, Tyler Lockett and more fancy points. You're gonna owe me. Quite a few pints there, maybe. I'm going to get K drunk, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I mean, Ben, it was your turn to pick the three games this week, so so give them to us. What are they? Yeah, well, I mean, we we finished off with the Saints there. Um, I I wouldn't have picked the the same team twice. Um, at, if it hadn't have been such an exciting game, it's mm-hmm. Bucks v Saints. Um, the 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 two, um, two, two of the oldest quarterbacks. That's the touchdown record, isn't it? I think mm. Brady retook yeah. it with yeah. with a with throw to Mike Evans. Um, so. The touchdown record could again be exchanged in that match. Bucks v Saints is that's going to be an exciting game um, to mm-hmm. watch. I'm sure. Um, I've gone Bucks. I just I just can't look past how exciting they've been and how balanced they look. And I just think that the Saints, really good side. I just don't think they're as quite as well balanced and tuned as as the Bucks are right now. No, I agree. But as a Saints fan, I will go for the Saints <laughs> every week, even if they play the Jets. I'll back the Saints. Um, now nah, I'm going Saints. Quick fire Saints. What about you, Kay? The Bucks. It has to be Bucks for me, I think. Okay, that's two for the Bucks and one for the Saints then. So what's the, what's game number two then, Ben? Yeah, we've gone Cardinals-Dolphins. Two young, exciting, uh, undersized quarterbacks. Mm. Um, I've gone Cardinals in this game. I just I can't look past how good Kyler Murray's been. Yeah, I mean I've bet against the Cardinals a few times and I've been proven wrong. So I'm going to go for Cardinals again. I think Kyler Murray's been impressive recently. Yes. Um, I'm going to go Cardinals. I want to go opposite you because my instinct would have said Cardinals, but and I'm only struggling because we've only seen two uh, um, play one game. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Miami. I'll uh, I'll back that. You know I think. I think we're in for like a big show in Miami. I want to see what he does. Ryan uh, Fitzpatrick is obviously an amazing teacher, mm. and um, I'm kind of excited to see how he gets to a going. So yeah, I'll, I'll go Miami. Brilliant. So that's um, two for the Cardinals. Ben, you went to Cardinals, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Two for the Cardinals and one for the Dolphins. And what is the final third game that you want? S three to predict. Yeah, final one is Chargers v Raiders. Um, again, two sort of exciting teams. One mm. that's left California. Um, one that has moved 
<laughs> area of California. <laughs> um, controversial teams, uh, we'll yeah. call it. Um, I, I like the Raiders in this one, even with their questionable COVID-19 <laughs> protocols, it would mm. seem. Um, I really like Josh Jacobs as a running yeah. back. I really like Gruden. Um, so I think the Raiders have got this one in the bag. Okay. Yeah, I think Raiders. Um, Josh Jacobs was a bit quiet this week, but yeah, I think Raiders have it. They just—they are an exciting team. They just—they're doing it. Um, what are they four and three? Uh, uh, around that mark. I think yeah, it's just you say Josh Jacobs was quiet because obviously no touchdowns, but I think he got—he got over the hundred yards mark, which mm. is—it's mm. good to see that he can do both. That he can grind out the yards and be a scoring. Yeah, so I'm going to go Raiders on that one. Lovely stuff. I mean, my tactics are questionable when it comes to predictions for the weekend. This is probably why I'm 10 for 24 or whatever it is. But I'm going to go Chargers. I think Herbert has been playing pretty well. And I think that the Raiders are vulnerable sometimes. Like, I don't think they're consistent. I think they can play really well and beat the Chiefs. Or they can play Mm. atrociously and... I mean, they played, obviously they beat the Browns, but it wasn't a very good win. It was 16 points to six, the most dull game of the week. I'm going to go Chargers. <laughs> that was really dull. Okay. I like it. I like That's, it. Yeah, so stay tuned for that for episode 10 of Let's Talk Touchdowns, where we'll find out the results of those um, week nine matchups. Um, but we're going to move on. I mean, obviously, we, I know we've kept you for a long time, and fair play <laughs> to you if you stuck with us this whole episode. But we're going to talk a little, a little, little, little bit about fantasy because obviously, Ben, you're in our fantasy league, and uh, it would be a shame to not talk about it with you here. Um, how'd you get on this week, mate? I I got a win, um, not a convincing <laughs> win, not by any means, shape or form. Um, I've not had the best season in fantasy football in this league. In other leagues, I'm doing. Uh, I think um, I have a worse record, but yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sort of scraping along. I think I'm in seventh now, so you know yeah. it's not terrible. You're in seventh. Uh, I'm in eighth. Kay's in ninth. So we're really doing well in this fantasy league. How of did 10 you get people. to eighth, Morgan? Oh, I mean, three three victories, five losses. It should have been four and four because I shouldn't beat you, Ben. I was beating you, announced that I'd beaten you, and then the NFL decided to change the amount of points that one of my players got. We should have stopped the count. We should have stopped we the should count. Have, mate, the count should have stopped. Um, I got hammered this week. Absolutely hammered, right? 84 points to 182. Yeah. Absolutely destroyed. I mean, I had my worst week of the season, and I think Rob uh, Chark week, he had probably his best game of the season I mean, so many of my players just all decided to play badly. After I scored 170 points last week, and then I scored 84 this week. Like, what? Oh, depressing. Okay, how did you get on? You got a victory, right? Yeah, I got a victory, second of the season. I, I played quite well. I got 161 points. Um, Russell Wilson went off, and um, Naeem Hines and Robert Woods went off. Uh, Travis Kelsey is always amazing for me, or pretty much always amazing for me. And um, Bobby Wagner got 15 points, which is um, pretty good, especially because um, San Francisco put 27 past Seahawks. But, um, yeah, I, I did pretty all right this, this game, which is... Um, crazy for me happy days but I mean I, I think it's safe to say that none of us are going to be winning this league I mean Pat is uh, in six six and two uh, Tom is on six and two Rob's on five and three they're running away with it at the minute um, so fair play to you fellas if you're listening but I think that wraps it up for episode nine of Let's Talk Touchdowns thank you for bearing with us for this extremely long episode definitely by far the longest of the year um, but it's been an absolute pleasure having you and your dulcet tones of this, Ben Henry Washford. Oh, thank you very much for saying so. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it's nice having you. You'll have to come yeah. back on later in the season. 
Yeah, yeah definitely. When the Patriots win seven in a row, I'll be back. <laughs> it might not be on for a couple of weeks. No, I might not come back on then. <laughs> uh, well, for your sake, I hope that, for our sake, I hope that the Patriots <laughs> do get those victories because we'd love to have you back on. But stay tuned for episode 10 of Let's Talk Touchdowns in a few days, actually, because obviously we're pretty late getting mm-hmm. this episode out and we'll have it back to normal being uploaded on Wednesday or Thursday. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for that and you'll find out how we got on with week nine predictions in our predictions for the weekend. As ever, we'll have our favourite touchdowns for the weekend. We'll probably update you on the playoff picture, which probably hasn't changed, but we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys know how it's going on anyway. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you in the next one.